Hi, this is Katie from Dateline and we are talking about our new album, Dumb For My Age. Thanks for chatting to me, Katie, and congrats on the release of Dumb For My Age. My first intro to Dateline was back in 2019, but how long has this record actually been in the works? Oh, way too long. Um, It started with probably some demos that sort of morphed into official tracks back in 2018, the first iteration of the band, and I sort of thought we'd just assemble them and put together an EP, but life gets busy and it sort of dragged on a bit. And then um, Dateline 2 came about and then we started recording those songs and I think that was early 2021, maybe, or mid. So um, yeah, it's been going over about five years I'd say. I'm really lucky. I got into music and gigging and stuff right at the end of high school. So I had the world's best music teacher, Jenny Little. She was fantastic and sort of through doing music at school I met some people, met my best friend Ben Locke and we started a band that was called Zebratron and then it turned into Lion Eyes and then it turned into Sea Views. And so we were gigging and recording stuff for quite a few years and that was sort of yeah probably when I was about 17 till my early 20s and then I've been in a couple of other bands over the years since then just I think once you get into the the music scene and you get to know people it's kind of easy to keep finding yourself in different projects. When I started working on the original songs, Done For My Age wasn't even a song or a concept. I suppose that sort of seemed like it was going to be an entirely different EP. And then um, it all sort of just started to piece together as Done For My Age. And once, I don't know, maybe last year when, when we were recording the songs, I think that's when I started to get a clearer picture in my head of what I thought this album was going to turn into. Talk to me about who you worked with on the album. Run me through your bandmates and who helped out on recording and production. I could gush over all of these people for ages. The current, or the most recent version of Dateline is Priya Sami on guitar and vocals, um, Ruby Walsh from Lips on bass, and she's been in the band in its original form and then came back to play percussion and then came back on bass and has helped me a lot with songwriting and Callum Devlin shredding on the guitar and um, Ben Locke, aforementioned best friend, he is on percussion a lot of the time and then the original version of the band was Ruby, uh, Robert Bruce on guitar, he used to play in CVs with me, Liz Stokes on the drums which, yeah, was was heaps of fun, so it it has changed a bit over time. The first half was at John Pierce's studio 
on Karanga Happy Road and that was sort of Liz recording it, John mixing it and just sort of yeah chipping away at it and then the second part was slightly more structured. Callum Passels, he recorded us in his house and um, it was really collaborative so he, he recorded everything, kind of got it roughly mixed and then sent it to John Pierce who finalised the mixing and then it went to another Devlin, Ollie Devlin, who mastered it and so it kind of bounced around a few people and, and then I just got to enjoy the finished product. Were there any notable moments over the last three years that you think had an impact on the record? I guess moving out of Auckland would have changed the way the recording process worked, right? I think that moving really, I don't know, it's been a, a nuisance and it's been kind of motivating because you have to be really deliberate about your time and what you're doing. Uh, so maybe, I don't know that it necessarily changed, you know, the album and what it's ended up being like, but it probably, you know, I couldn't just go, well, I don't really like that, I'll, I'll go in tomorrow and re-record it. I just had to book my trip up to Auckland, record things, and then just be happy with it. And of course I would be happy with it, it was all great stuff, but maybe it, it helped me not faff around quite so much. But I, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I can't imagine it sounding different under different circumstances, really. And how did you end up with Sun Return on this record? Being lucky, I guess. I, I sort of knew Zach from out and about before he was starting Sun Return anyway, probably from Golden Dawn days. I think I, I just saw that he was starting his record label and I mentioned when I was in town, I'm going to be recording some stuff. If you want to work together at any stage, let me know. And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. And it's been just immensely helpful and motivating working with Zach. So I'm just, I think I was in the right place at the right time, sort of just mentioned it in passing really, and it turned into quite a good collaboration. Let's start here on the opening and title track of the record, Dumb For My Age. What stood out to you from the song and made you want to have it at the top? I think it's a bit fun and it's a bit silly and so it just seemed like the natural choice to me. I probably at some point googled like, how do I make a track list? And so that that would have said, don't put the slow burners in, you know hook him with something so that may have motivated me slightly but yeah I just I think it's a fun silly song so um, seemed like a good opener Let's go
If You Want It was the first song that listeners got to hear from Dateline back in March 2019. What's it like looking back on this song after a few years and also under an album context now? I love it. I think it's one of my favourite songs. It was just always really fun to play. It was a really fun song to, to sort of write and craft with the original band. I just, I had the the chords and that little sort of riffy melody line but not much more than that and we just sort of played and it, it built up and turned into what it was and I'm glad it stuck around and made it onto the album and I think I mean you're right it was the first Dateline song to be released and I think it was the first one that we kind of recorded and I sent it to John Pierce and he you know mixed it and got it ready and at that stage I would have released it with very little um, plan or structure for in mind for sort of what was going to happen with all the releases and the songs. I, I think I was just like, oh, this song is really cool. I'm, I'm just going to put it out and see what happens. So, um, yeah, I'm glad it's it's getting another little re, re-release, I suppose, on the album.
this is probably um, maybe even the first Dateline song I ever wrote. Um, I would have been like 24 or something, 25 maybe, living in, in a flat on Balmoral. And I think Ruby, yeah, Ruby lived with me there, um, who was playing bass. But at the time I just sort of played the song to her and she was like, yeah, this is cool. What about this chord here? What about this? And sang some harmonies with me. And it was all quite pretty, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. It was actually, I think that's where I started getting re-motivated to write songs. And yeah, it was kind of one of the songs that kicked it off for me. Oh, I know I'm a little more than I'm Oh 
I wrote this song because I was a bit frustrated with sort of the environment I was in and the mindset and attitudes of the people around me and I think it was making me a bit grumpy and so Do It Right kind of came came out of there. I was trying to juggle being nice to people but also standing up for my values and it was, yeah, it sort of came from some some inner conflict, I suppose, about that. If everything's as cold as ice Why do people think I'm so nice? I'll keep turning out that light If you've gotta do it, do it right Such a Bitch had such a splash here at BFM when it first came out, and I think it was a lot of people's first introduction to Dateline. What made you pick it to close the record with, and is there an element of humour behind this one? Yeah, totally. I think, especially now, because, you know, the more time that passes, the, the easier it is to, like, look back and laugh at yourself. But it stemmed from, like, a serious subject and, you know, the end of a relationship... I suppose it is a bit tongue-in-cheek, you know, calling yourself a bitch. I think that I, it was hard to find its place in the album, and it's kind of, you know, it was the, well, I guess it was the second single um, after If You Want It, but it was the first one that had a video, and I had the t-shirts, the Such A Bitch t-shirts and stuff, so it was kind of my, like, classic Dateline song. felt right to end 
on a bit of a high in that way and I also quite like how the song builds up and gets quite loud in the in the choruses and you know a bit punchy at the end so it just it felt like a, a good uh, full stop at the end of the album. Thank you.